0: Jolt must be just about the busiest dance company in the country at the moment, with live shows coming up in the UK, a biennale featuring all its dancers and two projects with Chamber Music New Zealand, a tour and a new music programme called The Big Eye for people with intellectual disabilities. The UK trip was actually supposed to happen in 2020, but it will include performances and a short film called Sam that will be presented at the end of this month in London. It's part of the Amiki Dance Theatre Company's 40th anniversary production, One World. It was this company, which includes disabled and non-disabled performers, that inspired Lynn Cotton to set up Jolton Artiro 21 years ago. Now well over 100 dancers with intellectual disabilities make up the Christchurch-based company. Joining Lynn on the UK trip is one of the dancers, Carl Te Tonehuia, He'll be performing Taki Tanga, an autobiographical work that speaks to his whakapapa and lived experience of autism. He's performing the work at New Zealand House for the Ngātai Ranana London Māori Club Matariki Ball. I spoke to them both, as well as to Cathy Irons, who's the community engagement artist with Chamber Music New Zealand. First, here's Lynn reflecting on Jolt's origins.
1: I'd been home from England for a couple of years and was mainstream teaching and doing a few dance classes with uh, people with intellectual disabilities. And then this opportunity came along to have a class through the council. And all I wanted was a class. I I honestly just wanted to try with a young company, one class to see what work I could do. And it, honestly, it, it just grew from there. And it was there was never a grand scheme. There was never a great plan but we just grew really organically. We just always took the next step. We always said, where are we going to next? And that's that's sort of how it grew. And along the way, I think we articulated more and more what our work was about and we created more and more pathways as we went. But to begin with, it was just the joy of being in a class with these beautiful dancers and finding out what I could do as an inclusive dance teacher.
0: Now this is where it links in with your trip to London because this must be one of the biggest years in the company's history because the Amici Dance Company has a big role to play in this, I feel. It
1: does. It absolutely does.
0: I mean, I think life can often be a
1: series of fortunate events and for me, certainly meeting Wolfgang and becoming involved with Amici Dance completely changed my life. I'd never... My background is a drama teacher. And dance wasn't uh, something that I had done, and I also hadn't worked with disability, and both of those things happened within a really short space of time. I I got a job relief teaching at a school for young people with quite high learning needs, and fell in love with the work, and then got sent by the school to see this amazing teacher, and I can quite honestly say that I went in, I sat in Wolfgang's class, and within five minutes, I said this is what I want to do because there was was so much humanity and joy and celebration and respect, and I was pretty much given creative freedom to develop the program in whatever way I wanted. So 10 participants for the first class, and we still have five of those participants
0: with us today, which is, is quite amazing. Carl, how did you come to join Jolt, and what has it meant to you?
2: Well, I went to Papunui High School and I met Madeline and got offered to see if I wanted to be part of Jolt Dance. And then I was doing extended dancing at school and a lot of dance classes. So I thought, yes, I'd like to join Jolt and see if that'll fit for me. And that's given me really good opportunities and make new friends and me me the option to perform and rehearse with um, different types of people and
0: that. I bet you never thought back then, as a young fella at school, that you'd be performing live in London, which is about to happen. It's so exciting, even though it's two years later than the original plan. But what does this opportunity, Carl, mean to you?
2: Well, this opportunity means that it's going to reach out to many people and tell them who I am and spread out my stories and my backgrounds and everything to different types of people and places and that.
0: Tell me about Taki Wātanga. It's your story that you're telling, Carl. What will people see and what are the experiences that you're including in the work?
2: Um, People will definitely see my time and my space and what, really happen throughout my journey in life than different types of stories and modes I've been through and my nice dancing that I have in place
0: with. And you're expressing something that we know the term autism better now perhaps than we did 10, 20 years ago but it's It's complicated and it's individual. So what's your experience of of living with autism, Carl, and the emotions, the thoughts that we'll see in this work?
2: Well, my experience about living with autism was, it was harder when I was small, when I was a little kid. But now, um, here today, it's got me into lots of opportunities and I've uh, managed to get through it and... Live just like the way other people would like, be like other people.
0: Still unique. When you're performing the work, for you, is it a very emotional time, Carl? When you're performing, when you're on stage, people are watching, watching you perform.
2: Yes, it's very emotional. I see some people in happy tears, and here I am performing, feeling good about myself and how I'm doing really well, sharing the stories and just being professional and that.
0: This is huge for you because uh, I see that you're performing also at New Zealand House at the London Māori Club. That's going to be amazing at the Matariki Ball, eh?
2: Oh, definitely, yes. I'm really looking forward to all the performances that I'm really involved in.
0: Lynn, this is extraordinary. As I've mentioned, it's two years later than planned, perhaps. But this live performance, these live performances with Carl and your dancers, it's very significant for Jolt, isn't it?
1: It is really significant. I can't quite believe it, if I'm honest. And we were all set to go in May 2020. And we've got our film Sam and we've got Tanga. And when we couldn't go, we ended up showing them to just a, a smaller group of people uh, at the Rumball studio down here. And it was the most beautiful evening. And in a way that was, it meant a lot to show that to our community first. And now two years later to go, I feel like both the film and Taki Waitanga have, have grown, have found their own voice in a new way. So it would have been great to have gone 2020, but there's, there's some really beautiful things that came out of the wait as well. And I think as we all went through lockdowns, we really reflected on the work we were doing. We were able to really layer it to grow. We've actually just rehearsed, didn't we, Carl, in, in the weekend uh-huh. uh, to grow the work slightly more. It's almost quite overwhelming. I have to be honest to think that we're going to go and to share this work in a community that I really love, in a city that I really love, and that we will have a voice that is really authentic to Aotearoa and speaks to to Māori culture, and speaks to jolt work. Like all our work is based on the individual. It's seeing the individual, seeing how for who he is and that disability is only a small part of that and it's a really beautiful part your dad calls it your gift doesn't he carl yes
2: it's my gift (laughs) yeah
0: it is your gift absolutely i think that's a beautiful thing i mean lynn working with carl on this what has it helped you to understand life with autism for carl as you say it's individual it will be very different for somebody else with autism it's a very broad spectrum absolutely lynn and when we first started rehearsing to make
1: this work, Carl came with photos from his childhood and we just started talking about his will. So all of the words in this piece are from Carl. All I've done is structure it and we worked with the beautiful dancer, Alicia Seward, who uh, was originally in the piece. Unfortunately, she can't come to London. And so she input into it as well. But when Carl first started talking about it, he talked about the front and the back of his head and he talked about the stories that he has hidden in the back of his head and these are stories that were really or sad or
2: sad really sad good stories and bad stories
1: yeah but that they were at the back of his head and then in the front of, the, of his head were the stories from from now from today from living with his beautiful dad dave and the world that he has now that was
0: just the most beautiful image to work with for the piece. Kathy. I'd like to bring you in here. Chamber Music New Zealand clearly has a very strong association with Jolt, with Lynn and with the dancers. When and how did this collaboration start?
3: Well, we've just started a new programme with them. So um, I'm an engagement artist for Chamber Music New Zealand and we're really delighted to be working with Jolt on a bright, bold new programme called the Big Improvisation And we started it this year. JOLT has wonderful expertise in connecting with people and drawing out their creativity and seeing their potential. And we wanted to launch a music program for people with disabilities. And so um, we have a relationship because we're we're both from the same city, um, Christchurch. And uh, so we invited JOLT to collaborate with us in presenting this new program.
0: So how does it work? Because I've seen it described, it's not a therapy model, it's not a participation model, inverted commas. So how does this work? I know I stands for improvisation, so that's at the heart of it. Yeah, Yeah,
3: um, basically it's it's a full day workshop and we start off with a time of connecting, getting to know one another, a time of exploration, building trust, building confidence. Then we might have some activities to start a creative space emerging. And we might have um, instruments around. We also use a little bit of technology in the form of a looper. And then gradually we move into, as Lynn was talking about earlier, about um, understanding the individual, recognising the music within them, and giving them the space to find their voice and then assist them to express it musically. So we might enhance what they do. We might suggest things, we might just watch and observe. It's an unfolding of the imagination and the beauty of the creative voice that resides within the person.
0: Have you found an attitudinal shift in these 21 years, Lynn? If you go back 21 years, do you feel that the audiences who come are more open, more aware, more informed? Because it you know, it feels like not so many decades ago there was a very different attitude and approach. Mm-hmm. It was horrible. Um, I mean, what's yeah. what's your sense? I think it has changed to a certain degree,
1: but it needs to change more. I always talk about how it's a lack of expectation that that really hampers this this community you' we're, like within move we've got a, a tutor training scheme called move and we've got 19 dancers on it at the moment and they uh, train to be inclusive dance teachers and we go into mainstream primary schools to teach. Two of the trainees have got their own jolt class that they plan and teach for every week. but we need more opportunities like that. So yes, I think there is a shift, but it's still not big enough. you know 50 years ago, Like you say, people with disabilities were were in a worse situation. But I always ask myself, what are people going to say in 50 years' time when they look back at us? They're going to look back and say, I can't believe that they thought that way. So we still really need to keep pushing and moving forward. Like I said right from
0: the beginning, just take the next step. What's the next pathway to open up? Cathy, you've also got a tour coming up, the, the Seasons Tour. What does that involve? So that's a group from the Christchurch
3: Symphony Orchestra and a group of dancers from Jolt and it's a beautiful exploration of Max Richter's The, the Four Seasons and uh, it's incredible music a uh, sort of uh, Vivaldi reimagined um, with the Jolt dancers. Very, very beautiful, very, um, what's, what's the word, evocative music, very exciting.
0: Lynn, it's kind of, I, I'm finding it hard to keep my head around everything that's happening because you've got a Biennale as well with all your dancers involved this oh year. Gosh, 2022 yes. is just extraordinary for you. I think it is for a lot of people who you know, we're, we're starting to
1: find our way back into the world. Our Biennale was meant to happen last year. It happens every two years. So Jolt has 11 classes all together from Little East through to biggies. so about 130 dancers and Every two years we put on a show where every class dances. So it's it's a, a huge undertaking, but it's also honestly the most joyous and celebratory experience that you can have. So this year in October, but I think it's the 4th and 5th, we're going to be at the Kashmir New Performing Arts Centre and our dancers will be sharing their voices. And the show's called Beautiful, Atahua, and it's reclaiming... Reclaiming our idea of what beauty is, that beauty means so many things. It means mana. It means individuality. It means joy. Yeah, what
0: does beauty mean to our dancers? We've got a, um, a feeling of this from Carl, but, I mean, for, for all of the dancers who take part in this, it feels like it's it's fun and it's exciting, but also it must be emotional because many of the things... I'm sure that they are able to express through dance. It would be much harder solely through words, say, to to try and help people understand what they're feeling and experiencing their life stories, like Carl's. Absolutely.
1: I think that really hits the nail on the head. Through dance, you find yourself, and dance is this really beautiful and intimate way to connect with other people. I always think about music as being a language and it's a language that we can use to communicate and a lot of our dances are non-verbal but we can communicate through our movement through the way we look at each other through touch and music can create this landscape that both dancers can step into and it provides an equal playing field you know it in our society disability is so often viewed through a medical model or through a charity model and dance gives us a space where we can turn that on its head and we can really see people for who they are.
0: Carl, I see that you performed Taki Watanga recently for a fundraiser for Ukraine. What was that experience like for you? What was the audience like? Were you were you aware of them watching you? Were they quiet? Were they crying? Were they laughing with you? What was it like?
2: Um, it was a really good experience. Um, the audience were really looking into the piece, watching really carefully on how I expressed my stories and. At the end of the piece, when the piece is finished and that, they all came out to me and said, well done, good job, we loved your story, that was a really good piece, yeah.
0: So this must be very important to you, Carl?
2: Yes, it is. It opens me up a bit a lot more, tells people about my autism and I find it hard to sometimes tell about stories about my autism and the story that I made with Joel and created is really helpful.
0: And what about with your dad? Lynn's mentioned your dad and how important he is um, in your life. I, I imagine it was very emotional for him seeing your work.
2: Oh, yes, very. He was, like, really proud of me and how I've created this work and with um, Lynn and that, and he was a happy tears and, yeah, really proud.
0: Oh, Lynn, this is what you must live for. These moments. I look,
1: I just, I love my dances. Honestly, it is the most joyous and gratifying uh, work that
0: I could do. What have you learned? What have you learned about dance? What have you learned about yourself over these more than two decades? For me, the, the power in
1: dance is the ability to transcend barriers. So the way we approach dance is that we believe that, that anyone can dance. It doesn't matter about your physical uh, limitations. It doesn't matter about your different way of thinking. And so over the years, more and more, I find that to be true. And I discover so many beautiful ways of communicating, beautiful ways of connecting, and beautiful ways of dancing that take it outside what we see as dance within the, within the mainstream. So that journey in terms of discovering different ways to approach things and different ways to come and be together with people and for Carl to dance, for all my dancers to dance has been really, really exciting. So that's what I think I've learned about dance. For myself, it took me a long time, if I'm really honest, to, to let go of the fact that I wasn't a dancer. That I wasn't a professional trained dancer, and it's taken me many years to accept that, and then to actually see that as just a difference, a strength in its own way, because it gave me the opportunity to
0: think about dance
1: in a different way.
0: Kathy, from your musician's point of view with Chamber Music New Zealand, it's a big commitment. These um, several projects this year with them. From the musicians' point of view, what? But what are they learning? from this connection with Jolt's Dancers?
3: Music for me is also dancing on the the inside when I perform (laughs) because I'm one of those musicians on stage too. And so it's just beautiful seeing that what I'm communicating in the music is being visually represented and expressed by the dancers. And you get a huge buzz out of that. And you feel that connection that you're in a performance together What's what's exciting about um, the seasons, for example, is that we're all on stage. No one art form is more important than the other. We're all in balance, we're all working together to create this amazing atmosphere. So yeah, I think it's immensely it exciting.
0: Carl Tetone Huya, Lynn Cotton and Kathy Irons to help raise money for the UK trip. dancers are holding a fundraising event at four o'clock today at the Shirley Boys High School Auditorium in Ōtutahi. The Big Eye will be presented in Dunedin, Nelson, Wellington and Tauranga later this year.